See how I'm dressed? Yes, I do see how you're dressed. I'm dressed like a businessman. Yes, sir. Because I kind of made some business, man. I, yeah. Will you do me a favor? Of uh, in that In that like side thing, the cabinet. Open that cabinet door for me. Cabinet door open. And then pull out what you see in there. Oh, what's that? Oh. Oh. oh what's is this? Is this our... No more LD. Is this our LD, new... LD ain't paying us. You're looking at two new ambassadors, boys. Shout out Built. Literally my favorite protein brand in the entire world. I Camera, punching on my face. I eat two of these every morning after a workout. That's not an exaggeration. I literally... brown Two best flavors. Brownie batter, cookie dough. The puff versions. They're absolutely amazing. Oh, you don't like the puff versions? Guess what? They got cookie dough on the reg they got cookie dough on the regular. Shout out Built for everything. Um, like legit. We even have our own codes. Yeah. So if you want to use my code, that's TCP Connor. Uh, you can use ten percent off at checkout. Same thing here, TCP Zach. Get you ten percent off at checkout. So if you already buy this stuff, you might as well use our discount codes. Like I know a couple of you out there that already use this and eat it so absolutely delicious might as well use the coats to get 10 percent off your order so. i'm literally as the intro is rolling just know that i've been gnawing on is this is this coconut chunk yeah it's coconut brownie chunk just know while the intro is rolling i'm literally munching on coconut chunk zach intro <sighs> intro <laughs> that was it no no do it all right fine do it intro Hey guys, welcome back to the Training Camp Podcast. The Training Camp Podcast. I got a new chair. With a multitude of guests. <laughs> you can't say he's wrong, am I right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You, dolphins. <laughs> no, I, I really like. Stupid games. 5-0 and last week. That's right. 5-0 at that Prescott. You could lock up that four seed. Again, it's not blazing hot, 65 degrees. I'm going to do this for fun. They threw to Michael Thomas. The Heat. How? Chicago. Yes, you guys get an F. And a little too much personality. No, no. Last week. No, no, Ravens? Oh, fuck. Give me that. <laughs> no way. There's no way. Hammering. Three. Really, do not. Talk about him. This one's my fault. Flex the game. Here we go. Okay, intro just ended. Intro ended. So, Zach... While the intro was playing, I, I revealed to Connor that I have never tried a built bar, and I I didn't know they existed until uh, until we we reached out to him. Yeah. So I'm gonna try one, give you my honest reaction. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into a forfeit. I doubt it will. It's a protein bar. I've eaten these for a long time. They don't taste like protein bars. It tastes oh, like yeah. a straight candy bar. Hmm. Let's go. Not what I was expecting consistency-wise. It tastes like a marshmallow, right? It's a marshmallow. Yeah. Hmm. And then, like, let's say you kind of like like a Milky Way bar. That's what the original bars are for. This tastes just like a regular Milky Way. And they also... I actually tried this for the first time ever today. I've only seen them on the website. But they have these granola bars. These actually slap as well. So, hmm. literally one of the best ways, one of the leanest protein bars. Um, yeah, I was reading the packaging and it's, it's good for you, too. So Yeah. And uh, they're also a local Utah company. So, shout out to Bill. Yeah. For uh, giving us an opportunity to be some good brand ambassadors yeah. for them, hopefully. Hopefully. So, shout out, Bill. Ambassadors turn into sponsorships, so that's that's the goal, right? Yeah. So Getting sponsored. 
that's hopefully step two if they appreciate us so much. So shout out, Bill. Make sure to use code TCPConnor or TCPZAC at checkout for 10% off. Okay. We missed last week because Zach had a kid. I am a father. Um, <laughs> not not to a human child. I think he was going to roll with it. <laughs> but I am. I am a father now. I I. What's her name? Her name is Ray. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's her name? Oh, her name's Bing Bong. Her name's definitely Bing Bong. <laughs> Trin. Yeah, her name's Bing Bong. But my girlfriend, being the way that she is, wouldn't allow that to happen. So her real name is Ray. <laughs> but she's Bing Bong. Um, there may be a, a picture of her up on the screen, depending on if I remember to send Connor a picture or not. Um, but yeah. How'd the first I, week go with her? It's good. She's actually she's she's a lot of fun. Um, definitely a lot of personality. She's super energetic and very cuddly and all up in your face. That young? Um, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I think she's gonna be a good cat. Um, we're one week in, so she could turn into a menace. But right now, we're enjoying it. The worst parts are the mornings by far. At about six o'clock a.m. every morning, she'll climb up into our bed and start bugging us telling uh, telling us that we've been asleep for too long and that we'll sounds like heaven what's wrong with you you got a cat wanting your attention a little kitten oh yeah don't yeah. complain it's cute okay. it's very cute all right as long as you know it's cute but at 6 a.m i would rather be sleeping for the the precious last hours what time do you go to work 9 30 uh okay that's kind of fair you know what i mean kinda like fair. waking up like i normally wake up I have an alarm set at eight. Mm. I would normally like get up and out of bed around like eight thirty. Oh, but that's fair. Like now, yeah, you cut it close to work. All it takes me, if I shower to the day before, I don't need a shower. Um, showering will take me. 10, oh, you're, 20 you're a minutes. night shower. Main most of the time. Most of the time. It's all about the morning, bro. See, I like morning showers. That's like feeling fresh. Yeah, but I'm feeling fresh to go get dirty. That's how I know. What do you mean by that? It means I'm going to a, a, a warehouse. Play the Pornhub intro. Yes. That's a sack. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's like, I don't know. It's like showering before you go to the gym is the, like how I would look at I it. I guess, yeah, I shower. Because I, I mean, I guess I'm a technically a morning showerer, but I shower after I go to the gym. Yeah. So. And like I'm doing a lot of like physical work and, yeah. and like That's true, sweating I guess. throughout the day. No so. one goes to Home Depot and expects you to smell like yeah, yeah no. Dove Men's yeah. no, it's soap. So, yeah. So I normally shower when I get home from work. But first week with Bing Bong was pretty good. First week with Bing Bong was good, man. Um, yeah, that's really the only downside I see right now is that she's waking us up in the morning. But a baby would do that. Can't wait for even worse. Next so. week when Zach comes into the pod and just his legs are just like scratched. They are. They are. Oh, they yeah, actually they are. are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't even look. But they no, totally yeah. so, are scratched. So this this section on my leg, I know you guys can't see it. This was the first day. She. I went to the bathroom, and she for whatever reason like our toilet's like right next to our shower. So there's the shower curtain. Yeah. And my legs were like hitting the shower curtain and making it like dangle. And she thought I was like playing and got um, up and like tried to jump up and like stay on and then fell off. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. If you if you know cats or have been around cats, you know they tend to do that where they'll like cling on to something and as they're falling, they don't retract their claws and it just try to, like, stay yeah. There. Oh, that's damn. Yeah. 
but other than that, the other thing that kind of happened, so yeah, so Zach had a kid, so we had to um, cancel last week's pod. Yeah. But uh, kind of nice to have a week off, honestly. Sometimes it's always nice to come back fresh. Yeah. Um, what do we, I mean, I guess the week before we, oh, we missed the, the Chargers. W- oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there, there was definitely a lot of things that happened. The biggest thing was the Chargers being up 27 to nothing. Sorry, James. At halftime. Yeah. Um, I got to witness all of that <laughs> yeah, from you, JP's you perspective. Were with JP, I was with I JP. Forgot. So we had planned with all of our friends. We, we were going out to dinner that night, and all of our girlfriends and, and everything like that. We went out to Buffalo Wild Wings uh, on that Saturday night. Um, we got there. We watched. We left right before um, halftime. We left either it was either right before halftime or during halftime we left. They were obviously destroying four interceptions in the first half. It was over. The like, game was over. It was our like it was bad. There was other Chargers fans there. There was other Jacksonville fans there that I was noticing. Like the Chargers fans were up all high and mighty. Jacksonville was down and out. Um, and yeah, we get back to my apartment. Um, kind of walk it around a little bit. Uh, we're, we're doing some stuff around the apartment and then we got back and we're like midway through the third now. And I think it was 27 to seven. Um, only a mere 20 point lead at this point. They hadn't, they hadn't scored their second touchdown. I remember watching their second touchdown and it being 27 to 14 and I audibly go, uh Oh, (laughs) and JP goes, no, don't start it. (laughs) I can really picture that. Um, and yeah, it, it just you guys obviously hopefully watch that game. How did Jabes just like react as the game unfolded? So sorry, Jabes. I think this. I think due to the fact that we were in like a group setting with like uh, Caleb's wife was there, Brayden. He had to be civil. Brayden's girlfriend was there. My girlfriend was there. <laughs> like I think he was just like depressed deep down and just holding that in. Well, you sent me like the saddest picture oh, of the yeah. poor guy. Well, yeah, so right after the game, over. we turn it off and we're all talking and we're talking. I send I I step back a little bit and send a picture of like the group and JP is the center of attention. Everybody's looking at JP and he just looks so <laughs> defeated just sitting there. Um no, it sucks and like I don't know. We've I I've definitely been there. I've definitely had some really tough Steelers losses. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Jacksonville. The, the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, mainly the one I was thinking about Browns. was was Browns. That one sucked, but the Packers Super Bowl. That was oh. the hardest hitting loss that's ever that's ever happened to me personally. Um, okay, what is the worst loss you ever witnessed for a Steelers game? Was it the Packers? Oh, it's that. It's that Do you know what tops that for me? The Patriots game where Jesse James caught the ball. That because sucked. Pittsburgh would have gotten the one seed, mm-hmm. which means we would have had home field advantage, and I think Pittsburgh would have made the Super Bowl yeah. that year. That that definitely sucked. Um, Stupid. The Tebow overtime oh, throw sucked really, really bad just because it was Tim Tebow. Exactly. Um, I heard, I, and I lived in New Mexico at the time, so all my friends were Broncos fans, yeah. and they were so annoying about that. Yeah, that loss sucked really bad. Um but I vividly remember that Steelers-Packers uh, Super Bowl. Um, a Ravens fan bought me a terrible towel that day. Because before the game or after the before game? Before the game. Yeah, oh. Because he didn't want – I didn't have one. He bought A Ravens fan bought me my first terrible towel. I still have it. Um, and he, I told him I didn't have one. 
and he's like, you can't have, you can't be a Steelers fan without a terrible towel. And we were in we were in fans, oh. and he bought me a terrible towel. Oh. Yeah, and then I was waving it all game long, and we lose. And that 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 fan was also in the same the same sports bar we were at. My mom was working at a sports bar at the time, oh. so we were there like all day. They were Watching they were doing like a big big party. There was this big like ice sculpture of like the Steelers logo versus the Green Damn. Bay logo and everything. It was a big party. Um, and then right across from that was that fans in the district. Um, oh, I know the sports bar you're talking about. The, the, yeah. yeah, the on like the corner. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was called Rumors. I, rumors. Wa- I watched the uh, Patriots blow their uh, yeah. win their comeback in that in that yeah. bar. Yeah, Rumors was the was the name of that sports bar. No longer exists. I don't know what happened to it. It fell off the face of the earth. But yeah, that was that was the most heartbreaking Steelers loss I've ever witnessed. I think, and it was just the fact that like being in a public setting and watching your as like I was when that was what 2012, 11, 2011. It was early 2011 then, right? So I was 10. Yeah, I was 10 years old, um, in a sports bar with a bunch of drunk adult Packers fans. We're being just jackasses, I bet. Yeah. yeah, and I'm 10 years old, and they're like, "Yeah, kid," <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, it was the, the easy, worst, the easy yeah, target. It was the worst night um, I could possibly imagine." I think the worst loss I've ever witnessed. Okay, I, for me, it's got to be the Patriots and then Tim Tebow. I think the third, though, is this wasn't even a Steelers loss. Oh, no. <laughs> so rewind with me. It's 2015. Me and one of my friends from high school at the time decide, hey, we're playing each other in the playoffs. We should watch the game together. That friend in question being Mr. Parker. Oh, no. Who is a <laughs> Bengals fan. And I remember very vividly Landry Jones threw an interception with like a minute and 35 I seconds left. Landry Jones existed. <laughs> oh, no, not the Landry Jones era. Zach, Zach just had like a non-flat. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> not the 2015 Landry Jones season. But I remember oh, what a sad he season. threw an interception and Vontaze Burvick ran out of the tunnel. And... I just looked at Parker and I was like, "All right, bro, this has been real. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, that was really fun." And then, like three seconds later, the greatest middle linebacker that ever played football. I said what I said, but he got hurt. Ryan Shazier just rips the ball out of I think it was Justice Hill's hand, and I was like, "I remember." I looked at Parker and I went, "Uh oh." And then just the greatest collapse in probably postseason history witnessed in front of a Bengals fan. Okay. And Parker handled it like a champ. Yeah. Like a champ. And as Parker does, being a Bengals fan, like they were used to that for sure. Did you just call Ryan Shazier the greatest middle linebacker to ever play football? If he had stayed healthy? Name. Okay, that's that's a super hypothetical. Okay, you just walked out well, and said, luckily, in my opinion, Ryan Shazier is the best middle linebacker to ever play football. Yeah, I if he had stayed healthy. Okay, if he stayed healthy, you can you can say that he was I going guess. to be a Hall of Famer, and I think he would have been one of the greatest middle linebackers to ever play football. If Possibly. not the greatest. Name Possibly. someone better. I would have taken him over Prime Keekly. I would have taken him over Fred Prime. Warner. I would Ray Lewis. Are you forgetting Ray Lewis exists? Brian Urlacher? I don't consider Ray Lewis to be a middle linebacker. I consider him to be an edge rusher because he was he was <laughs> he was not a coverage guy. Middle linebackers aren't coverage guys. Yes, they are. No, they That's did not. That's the whole job. 
they they cover the middle of the field and they protect that middle of the field. You're telling me Ryan Shazier did that better than Ray Lewis? Yeah, because Ray Lewis is more of a pass rusher. I don't believe what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> I can't believe you, you just said. One of the only times me and Zach have ever disagreed on the You're podcast. telling me Ray Lewis is is of a worse middle linebacker. Okay, so that, besides Ray Lewis, who else could be better than Ryan Shazier? Don't I mean, say Patrick Willis because I would not. I would take Ryan Shazier or Patrick Willis because of athletic prowess. I think I think Ray Lewis is the is a fair point. I would, not take Mike, up there. I would not take Mike Singletary. Um, Singletary's up there? I forgot he existed. I wouldn't take Singletary. Fred Warner right now is pu- putting on a crazy middle linebacker I would show. take Ryan Chizier over current Fred Warner. That's bold. Dude, I appreciate. Okay. I respect what you're think, saying. Think about, it's bold. Think about this. How bad was our defense when we had Bell, Brown, and Ben? Yeah, it was bad. Cool. Who was the one person that consistently delivered? Yeah. No, no. I want you to say his name. Yes, Ryan Shazier delivered yes. on our defense, and he was the only one. Does that make him the best middle linebacker of all time? Okay, name another middle linebacker we've drafted that's been good. That we've drafted? Yes. I mean, I can, but okay, so, but these arguments are. We don't develop good middle linebackers. We just signed Miles Jack, and he was jack shit essentially <laughs> yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, so, like, the fact that he was able to perform, because. I don't know. You can say he might be the best Steelers middle linebacker of all well, time. Easily. There you go. I'll give you that. Top three, not three. Sure. I'll let Connor have him be top three. <laughs> if Connor <laughs> wants to have Ryan Shazier be a top three middle linebacker of all time. If stayed healthy. Go ahead. <laughs> so I actually think it's funny that we, we talk about a hypothetical because today is actually the what if episode. Yeah. But we'll get into the what ifs later because we're going to recap the rest of the playoffs. Um, okay. Yeah. We, we were talking about week one. Um, well, okay. That's that's everyone's already listened to that. Okay. So uh, the Dallas is frauds. We already knew that. Um, sorry, and the Nick. Vikings. I'll just say Vikings, out there. Vikings, Vikings were, were mega frauds. Vikings were the biggest frauds of the year. Sorry, Austin. Um, the Cowboys were frauds. Okay, okay, I gotta say it. But the Cowboys also just played the best team in football as well. Look at me. Hey, this is gonna be Instagram real. Look, look at me. Uh, social media. Hey, social media. Look at. I like how I just did that as if like that was a blooper. Uh, I just social I, media. I just. I just. Sorry, I, I had a shoot earlier, and so I just. Got, I just had a flashback to like. Oh, I'll just cut that later. Yeah, just literally a podcast. Just reset. Nope, yeah. No, no, no. Can't do that. Social media. Look at me. Brock Purdy is in a better situation than any other quarterback that was drafted this year. Brock Purdy, if you put him on any other team with any other coach, would not be doing this. He's good. He's, we don't know that, though. He's not winning them games. He's just not losing them games. They have not won a game because of Brock Purdy. I'm just going to say that. I'm just kind of salty he got all Fair rookie. Fair statement. I just, I'm just kind of salty he got all rookie first team instead of Kenny with six games. Six. With... Throwing to, throwing to CMC, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Kyle Juszczyk, underrated, Elijah Mitchell, but he's still George Kittle. Ball. Like, they're still good balls. Are they? No, they're not. They are pretty, no, they're, they are not. He's making decent throws. No, he, here's what happens. is He makes like a wide... on one today. No, he, I, I don't agree makes, with him today. He makes, <laughs> he makes such a bad throw, but either the defender misses it or he has such good skill positions <laughs> that they... Like Kittle's bobble. That's, that, that, like Kittle no. did not need to bobble that ball a thousand times because it wasn't the greatest thrown ball. Or like there was a there was a play last week as in when they beat... Who they playing with? Uh, the, Seahawks. the Seahawks. He made a throw and like everyone was like, this was he, a crazy... But if you watch the replay after he completes this throw, Shanahan calls him over and starts yelling at him because it was the <laughs> shittiest decision. But everyone's like, like if you put anyone else, literally anyone I'll works give- on that system. Anybody. Anyways, rant over. So, yeah. I'll give you that. San Francisco also. It's yours. Um, <laughs> San, Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco 
beats. Did they beat this week? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. <laughs> I was like, come right. on. You were just <laughs> talking like, about yeah. it. Zeke got flattened like <laughs> yeah. a fucking... Bro. Okay, can we, can we talk about the Cowboys deciding for two years in a row now when they're playing San Francisco that their last play of the game is going to be some wild, drawn-up, crazy trick play? Okay, okay. I, I will say, I think they were the dumbest plays, but I'm going to say one thing. To be fair, wh- what play do you call? Yeah, from your own thirty-yard line, that's gonna work. Yeah, it's good. It's gotta be a hail mary. It can't be whatever you were doing there with Zeke as your center. All your line, all your linemen are now your receivers, Do you and then you and you don't. the The part, the thing that made me upset is when they lined up on Zeke and then had two other linebackers behind that man, and then didn't call either a timeout or get their offensive line <laughs> back into position when they realize that they're still going to rush. I was like, there's no shot. They just let that play happen. It, it, it was like, it reminded me of the McAfee situation where it was like, Oh, the pun. Yeah. The he was like, like, we weren't supposed to snap the ball. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't supposed to happen, but they snapped the ball. And that's what that Cowboys play looked like. It I looked would, like they were trying to do something weird and not snap the ball and then go do some stupid pitchy pitchy woo woo to finish the game i would love because they do like mic'd up every week i just want to hear i want to hear zeke's mic when they're like all right we're gonna have zeke hike the ball he's like the fuck or I'm dax <laughs> when they got it when it snapped it to him i was like ah, dax was like wait, sitting wait. there like all right we'll we'll draw him off sides we'll see what's going on ball gets to him he's like zeke, <laughs> zeke god damn it <laughs> he's just getting sacked he says zeke god damn it looks out zeke's on the ground fred warner's he's like ah and he just chucks it up like oh yeah um so yeah so the cowboys lost um mahomes got hurt uh i, I will but say he's back Shout out the Jags. Off the injury report. The Jags made that a good game. They did. Even though, like, it, it, I think it was 24 to 10 at one point. Yeah, it, it, got, it, got, it got sloppy in the middle, but they came back and, and uh, I, made I, it competitive. I know that uh, Trevor Lawrence had two interceptions. I will say, I don't think either of them were really his fault. Um, no. Well, no, sorry. It was just it was back-to-back possessions of turnovers yeah. where he threw an interception, and the other one was, was um, his running back fumbled yeah. and on, like, the three-yard line. Yeah, they were exactly. driving. Yeah. So, um, Jags will be a fun team to watch next year. That was like one of my only bold predictions that was correct this year. Yeah. Um, so that happened, and then what was the other? Oh, the uh, the Bills lost the Bengals. Bills Bengals game. Um, I don't. What's up with the Bills? I don't know. I think I. I think that the Bengals are just a better team, and I think, and I think the same. I as much as I want to say that the AFC Championship isn't going to go the same way it has been going when KC and uh, Cincinnati play each other. But like, Cincinnati is looking just, I don't know, like who's who's stopping them right now? So I'm that's, that's what I'm saying. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is legitimately the only man that can stop the Bengals, and he's hurt, and he hasn't done it before. And that's scary if you're an AFC team right now. So you think that the Bengals are going to win this game then? Yeah, now that now that Mahomes got hurt, he he's jogging around. I saw his uh, saw his press conference today. He did look a little little limpy on that one foot coming down the stairs, but um, Pat McAfee said that it, it was probably just the fear of it hurting coming down the stairs where he looks yeah. a little gingerly. Um, but yeah, he's jogging around. Andy Re- Andy Reid didn't put him on the injury report, so he's definitely gonna play and he's gonna play the full game. Um, I expect a lot of shotgun. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of single yeah, back. No, but I. I don't know. I don't know who stops this Bengals team right now. 
They're on what eleven game win streak. They haven't lost since Halloween. I think is yeah. what it is. So, um, so you have them going to the Super Bowl. It's so funny. I actually really like both of the AFC teams. I really don't care who makes it. Um, I think the Chiefs are one of the few rare times where like they're kind of a likable dynasty. Like no one likes the Patriots. No, yeah. And if you're not a Steelers fan, I know a lot of people just don't really like the Steelers. And that's just because of their success. Um, I think since Pittsburgh hasn't won a Super Bowl in a while, people people are more like, "How do they yeah. keep doing it?" But like the Patriots, especially, are a good example. But like I think the Chiefs are one of those teams where it's like, I mean, they're fun and they're not that cocky about it. No. Um, and then the Bengals, I think the Bengals are just a fun team to watch. And also, they've been bad for so long. That's kind of fun to root for them. The only reason yeah. I don't is because they're in our division. Yeah. But I think that's such a dumb reason to not like. Okay, if it was the Ravens, I might or the Browns. But I think like the Bengals. See, like, that's that's the thing. If the Browns were good, I'd be rooting for the Browns just because of how much like they've been trashy. Normally, that's I would, why I like the Bengals right now. The Ravens, the Ravens can suck forever. <laughs> I, I don't care about the Ravens. And then the but, NFC side, though, I want the Eagles to win it because really? only because the Niners have five Super Bowls and they tie us if they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the Niners are gonna win it. I think they will too. The Niners are so good. I think that this Eagles team is like the Ravens team when Lamar won MVP. Yeah. Um. Oh, we get to speculate about Lamar soon. Mm-hmm. I love the off season. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of our playoff. So you have the Niners and then the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing from my. Oh, they never even saw my predictions. That that drawing that I did. Um, it's the only thing that's changed. I have I guessed the championships correctly. Nice. I got that all done. Um, yeah, so I think I think Super Bowl matchup is going to be Bengals 49ers. And the Bengals get their hearts ripped out one one. You think more the Niners going to win it? I think the Niners win it. All. Oh, interesting. Oh, can I make a conv- another controversial statement? Najee Harris is a better running back than Joe Mixon, and Joe Mixon's overrated. I said it. Yeah, that's. I said it. That's it, not a good statement. That's a great statement. No, it's a factual statement. No, Mixon's better. No, he's not. What has he done? He had one game this year where he what was good. What has Najee done? Second half of the season, he was actually consistent running back. Joe Mixon had one. I hate fantasy for this reason. I hate <laughs> fantasy for this reason. Yeah, Everyone, Joe Mixon's fifty-five point fantasy game definitely screwed. He had people's he, or skewed people's opinions. But I'm pulling this up. I think he had eight touchdowns on the year. Five of them were in one game. Zach, <laughs> Zach, if that's true. That's that's a problem. Okay, if he had eight and five of them were in one game, I'm that's a problem. I'm gonna pull this up right now because this is gonna bother me. Um, Bengals. You guys are just I, I don't even care about filler. We're just we're gonna go to roster. We're gonna and then what's his name? Joe Mixon <laughs> is Joe his Mixon. name. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um he had seven touchdowns. Oh, no, and in he five, had five were in, in one game. game. He had two oh, outside no. of that. He had eight hundred and fourteen yards. Najee had a thousand. Oh, yeah, that's tough. I didn't know Mixon was having a bad season. It's cause Najee's better. Anyways, I am on one today. You're a bit men- you're a bit of a menace today. What'd you just do? I, I don't know. That gap's bothering me. Oh, that's how it is because this lifts up. This oh. opens the side. Uh, does this? There we go. It's even now. Okay. <laughs> um. So what's next? What is? What ifs? Wait. Do we? Uh, so what are your predictions then oh, for um, championship weekend? Uh, what do I want? I want the Bengals and the Eagles. What do I think will happen? I think it'll be Bengals Niners. Who wins that? So you think Bengals are coming out of the AFC no matter what? Zach Taylor's not a great coach compared to Kyle Shanahan, but I just want to take the better quarterback. Which is definitely Burrow. Yes. Better team. 
Oh, it's 100% the Niners. Yeah. And their defense is also the best. I think that so this, this, this week will be a great showing because um, the Eagles had the number one ranked offense. Number and, one offense versus number one defense, baby. And so I think if the Niners like run them dry, then it's over for the Bengals. But if it's like a close game, I think the Bengals can keep up. I like the color scheme on your phone. Thank you. Black and white. I like that. No, it's green. What? Oh, interesting. It's definitely green. It's definitely black and white. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. so we'll switch it up. We were talking about what ifs earlier. Like, what if French is your um, state healthy? State healthy. So we're going to talk about our biggest what ifs from this season. Um, we each brought three. Three. <laughs> we, three. We each brought three. Um, and these are just like you know fun things to kind of talk about of what could have happened in the season. So. I'm going to let Zach go first. And while he's telling me, I'm actually going to enjoy a birthday cake puff bar because these are really good. All righty. My first what if is what if Kenny Pickett started in week one? How did how did I know you were going to do this? I was driving home today <laughs> and I was thinking about the what ifs that you're going to bring. And I was like, it's going to be what if Kenny started. It's gonna, And I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what happens. Pittsburgh probably has 11 wins. You think so? He 11? got us at least two more wins. Yeah, he, he, and he wins rookie of the year. He keep yeah. If if Kenny Pickett starts from week one, he, he wins offensive saying. rookie of the year. I, I a thousand percent agree with what he's saying. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I said we would probably win a couple more games. We'd win one or two more games. We wouldn't be phenomenal. We wouldn't be these like we wouldn't be the the greatest thing since sliced bread. But since uh, Bill Bars actually, we wouldn't be the the best thing since Bill Bars. Um, TCP Jack, ten percent <laughs> off. Yeah, ten percent off, baby. Use my code. Um, yeah, but we would we would win a couple more games, and he definitely would be the offensive rookie of the year. You know what's funny? I think that that causes three things to happen. One, we win eleven games at least. Two, he wins rookie of the year. Three, Mike Tomlin wins coach of the year. If he led Possibly. that team to eleven wins, yeah. he should have been a nominee this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, the fact that he didn't even get nominated, it's tough. Um, I think that's a really interesting one. I yeah. kind of figured you were going to do it. Yeah. You love what? Kenny. Oh, I love Kenny. Kenny, I, I was I sent a clip to, to the boys today of the Spanish uh, <laughs> the Spanish broadcast. And just hearing a man go, pickety pickens, pickety pickens <laughs> is the best thing in the whole world. I love, I love Pickett and Pickens and that duo. And we have at least four years of them. Hopefully more. Definitely but more. I love that duo. Um, my first what if is, what if Drew Locke played for the Broncos this year? Oh. I still think they'd be terrible. I don't know. Do you think That's what I think. I think Nathaniel Hackett was the problem. Not as much Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wasn't the Russell Wilson that we've seen before. But, but is coaching? I mean, a co- yes. <laughs> okay, I know coaching is yes. important. But I didn't even <laughs> ask the question. Is coaching that important? Yes. But no way it leads like that bad. Okay, here's my. No, okay. they'd still be bad. They still wouldn't. I'm not saying like Drew. Okay. Like it would be bad still. So if Jeff Saturday coached that Broncos team, <laughs> they win more games. <laughs> uh, may, so what? So what? They win. They won four this year. So they got to win five. Yeah. All right. Jeff Saturday and Drew Locke could maybe win <laughs> one more game for the Broncos. They'd be five and what? Five and thirteen? No. Five and twelve? twelve. They'd be five and twelve instead of four and thirteen. 
I don't know. I think if Drew that's Locke, what Drew Lock and, and Jeff Saturday would do. I think if Drew Lock had played for the Broncos this year, Nathaniel Hackett wouldn't be the coach. And I think they would have won at least eight games. Eight? Because they wouldn't have Nathaniel Hackett as a coach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I think if, Nathaniel Hackett if, went, the Hack, if Hackett was never there. I don't know, I but isn't the Broncos team without Hackett and Locke just what we had last season? Yeah, and they won eight games. They won eight season. games. All right. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a <laughs> statement then. Eight games? What's your second I'll say if? seven. My second what if is what if Calvin Ridley wasn't a gambling addict and played this season for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Would they be in the conference championship? He wouldn't have played from this year. So what if, dummy? <laughs> no, but no. <laughs> he was on the Falcons. I man. get that. It's a what if. <laughs> Calvin Ridley is on the Jacksonville Jaguars it, right now on it, the roster. What if he played? Wait, but you said, what if he didn't have a gambling addiction? Then he'd still be on the Falcons. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's God, okay, I'll reword it for you. What if Calvin Ridley wasn't on the Falcons and was on the Jacksonville Jaguars last season? Or well, this season. Well, he, was, he was suspended. <laughs> <laughs> this is what ifs. But you didn't say and he wasn't suspended. <laughs> it hurts. 80. Actually, 80 years sometimes. <laughs> um, so you're, you're basically just asking me what the Jaguars no. are going to be next year. What are the Jaguars going to be next year, Connor? Go ahead. 12 wins? There you go. That's your answer. Move on! <laughs> what do you think? Move on! What do you think? No, we're done. We're moving on. <laughs> what you Tell me your second one. <laughs> I want to hear what you think. I think they're going to win the division. Easily. And have a deep playoff run. That was my answer. Now tell me yours. My second one. What if the Dolphins... <laughs> What if the Dolphins never traded for Tyreek? They'd be the Dolphins still. What? 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 Like, I don't know. They'd be mediocre. Tyreek made them. They still are mediocre. They lost like their last what seven? They lost yeah. their last seven in a row. <sighs> They'd. I don't know. The Dolphins without Tyreek Hill, Waddle will be their number one. I think they win six Trent games. Trent Sherfield would be their number two. No, Mike Gesicki's their number two. But like think wide receiver. Oh, wide receiver, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they win like six games. And six, I think six games. I think the biggest thing is that they become in a market for a quarterback because I think Tua doesn't put up as good of numbers. Where do you think Tua goes? Like elsewhere? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, well, I you're saying they go into QB. Like, they, they start looking for QBs. Yeah, I think he's just the backup. Oh, they just bench him? Yeah. I think they just kind of... Um, they just kind of like Baker Mayfield him. Yeah, no, Tyreek Hill definitely makes this team better. Um, without him, they're... That's one know, of the few... really bad. That's one of the few times, like, a wide receiver actually made a team... Like, a skill position made a team better. Like, I feel like that's what a lot of teams hope for. Like, when... I think a great example is, like, Le'Veon Bell. The Jets yeah. are hoping he would, like, help transform. Change everything. But yeah. he didn't. And so I think... Tyreek got a lot of respect from people um, outside the NFL because players already respected him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think he got a lot of respect for just, like, oh, he actually can just change a game. Yeah. Because the Chiefs also just looked fine without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs maybe have one more win. Yeah, the Chiefs were like, cool. See ya. Mahomes is better. Um, yeah. Six, six, six or seven wins. They're pretty middle of the pack. They're in a pretty, I don't know. I want to say tough division, but. 
You got what the Jets. It was tough for like the first yeah. six games, yeah. and then they all fell off as the bills. Off, yeah. What's your last one? My last one. What if CMC never got traded to San Francisco? Would they still be one game away from the Super Bowl? Um. Hmm, that's amidst all of this, amidst all of the QB problems, all that stays the same. Brock's still your quarterback right now, but Jeff Wilson is the starting quarter or the starting running back. That's or, interesting. Yeah, it would be Jeff Wilson. Yeah, because Elijah Mitchell was hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're in the same position. I I can almost guarantee you they're not in the same position because that trade literally helped them win the division. Mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks probably win that division by like a game. Yeah. I think Brock Purdy. Since he doesn't get traded, Brock Purdy does not qualify for Rookie of the Year. Brock Purdy probably has a couple <laughs> bad games. I love Brock Purdy, by the way. I just hate how people handle the situation. But Brock Purdy probably gets benched, and they try to bring in someone else because he doesn't have anyone. Because like, that's the thing about Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Jeff Wilson is somewhat of a receiving back, but like nothing like CMC. No, yeah, not even <clears> close. No one um, really is. So I still, I still think that the Niners make the playoffs. But yeah. I don't think that they're a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I they probably think so get eliminated either. in the first yeah. round. They're probably wild card. They're and, wild card exits. And they probably had to like play the Vikings. I think that they probably yeah. would have lost like a Vikings. The only thing that I can see the the 49ers being in the spot that they are is the defense carried them there, and or Brock Purdy really is that guy. But we don't. We, how do you know? We don't. How do you know? You give that me the defense, stink face like you've seen him play I for know, any other team. That defense has been so good, though. I just I can't give him all the credit because yeah. he hasn't won them a game. No, no. I get he what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But we don't know that he's not the reason the 49ers are one game away from the Super Bowl. You're right. Well, those are my three what ifs. My last, What's your last one. My last one. What if the Chargers stayed healthy all season? They're definitely not first round exits. They're probably playing. They they're hey, yo! Why are you leaking all over my suit? <laughs> it's just water, thank God. Yeah. But what the? F- um. Honestly, if they stay healthy, they play one more game this year. I don't think. I think they can make the championship. I AFC championship. I think they go. They beat Jacksonville, and then they they still lose to Kansas City in the divisional. I th- I don't think they make conference championship, and even if they did make the conference championship, they're not beating the Bengals. Really, even fully healthy? Not no, I don't think so. Because I think if that team stayed healthy all year, they would have had at least three more wins. So I think they could have actually possibly won the division. Yeah, I don't know. James is just like dying inside listening to this. Part. It depends. I don't know. It depends on if. Um, you know, if any of the any of the downfall was was any coaching problems, um, God forbid, I blame Herbo. Um, oh, that's another thing. I think if they had stayed healthy all year, Herbo would have been an MVP candidate because yeah. he didn't have Keenan or Mike for like half the fucking season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's definitely they definitely would be a better team for sure. The the they'd have their they'd have receivers, which is a start. Their defense would be top three. Probably not one. I still think 49ers Niners. probably have the best defense. And then Eagles are up there, too. Um, so, yeah, I think they're definitely a better team. They 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 win more regular season games. But when, when it comes to the playoffs, I don't see them. They're not first-round exits for sure, but they're not conference title ready Interesting. Yet. Okay. I think I think they're, they're conference contenders, but not Super Bowl contenders if they're healthy. Fair enough. Which is – it's not – that's not like the craziest thing to say. Yeah. 
It's because I mean, on paper they look yeah, like the best no, teams. You're, going you're really season. not far off. I just think that when it comes down to like these playoff games, I think that that game specifically, if everything played out the same and nothing changed other than the the health of the Chargers, they will beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and then go on to lose to KC in that divisional round. That's a good. That's interesting. So there we go. There's our NFL what ifs. Let us know what you guys think and what what are your guys' if yeah. there's anybody even here at this point. What are your biggest what ifs? Um what's next? That's kinda it, dude. We're we're like forty five minutes in. Basketball, actually. Oh that's, basketball. Yes. Do you have questions for me? I do have questions for you. Um what should, I almost thought I didn't have questions for you. Um, Do you have them for last week, though? No, I have questions oh, for, let's go. for this week. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, so the reason I thought I didn't have questions for you, um, at at one o'clock today, all I type in the group chat with JP, Kai, Nick, and me. I go, here we go again. That's all I say. Because the first time I go, hey, I, this is uh, Connor wants me to ask questions. I'm asking you guys to ask them. I'll just relay them. Um, and then the next week, that next time, I was like, all right, we're back at it. Just give me the questions. Um, the next week I just said, you know, the drill, love you all. So then I just go, um, I said, here we go again. That's all I said. Nobody says anything about five o'clock. I go, maybe I wasn't clear or you guys hate me now, but yeah, I need more questions. And that was like an hour before getting off work. And then, and then they, they got me their questions. Okay, nice. So I don't know what they maybe just thought I was just saying something in the wrong <laughs> chat or again. something, but all right. Give me the best. How many you got? We've got nine this time. Okay, Nick perfect. gave me four instead of five. Okay. Let's do this. Speed so these, these are the five from our lovely Kai. Five um, from Kai. Five from Kai. Number one, who should the Nuggets target at the trade deadline? Ah, ooh. No one. Their chemistry is great. Their team is working phenomenally. They have probably one of the deepest teams in the league. And uh, they have, I mean, Aaron Gordon's playing at an all-star level, but there's so many good players in the West right now that he's probably not going to make the all-star game. So um, I would, honestly, I'm going to say nobody because of how well the chemistry's working. Question two. Do the Warriors have enough time to catch up? Yes. It, if they're an eight or a seven seed, they can easily, kind of like how I said about the Kings, they can play upset. And honestly, maybe being an eight or seven seed is good for them too because then they have a better chance to rest up players and have a lower seed and not have to worry about getting a one, two, or three seed. Do or what is the king's ceiling? Mm, I'm gonna say ceiling conference semifinals. I don't think they can make the conference finals. I think conference semifinals in the West. Okay. Um, question number four is just a name. Um, that's it. So uh, take this as you will. Okay. Uh, Shay Gilgis Alexander. We talked about this yeah, last week. Yeah, I think I might have just we, not seen that. We talked him. about so, it. Um, number five are the Raptors sellers at the deadline. Um, I mean, kind of. Scotty Barnes has been on the market, and there's apparently a team that offered three firsts for him. So I think they will be selling pieces. I don't know if they'll end up selling pieces, but I think that they are like currently looking to sell pieces, um, especially like Fred Van Vliet is on the market. I think the only untouchable with them right now is probably Pascal Siakam because um, he's playing at an all-NBA level right now, and he's kind of their franchise staple. Even though they're shopping Scotty Barnes, I don't think he'll be traded because they do just like his um, his ceiling, and it, it's okay to have a second-year drop-off. That's happened with players before. I think Jason Tatum had a very famous second-year just kind of plateau from his rookie season. So um, they'll probably sell a couple pieces, but I don't know if they will sell the entire team. 
<laughs> didn't really answer your question, <laughs> but you know. All righty. That was Kai's five. Thank you, Kai. Love mm-hmm. you, Kai. Yeah. Kai's great. Um, Nick's four. Nick's picks. Um, number one, who is the next player to get a shoe deal? Uh, the Knicks are kind of wild this week. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the next player to get a shoe deal? Um, okay, so Luca has one. Trey has one. Ja just got one. Jason Tatum just got one. Oh, Zion Cut- have one. Kid Cunningham's hurt. Zion has one. Lamelo has one. Um, oh, that's that's actually kind of a hard question, Nick. I'm trying to think of, like young players. Um. Damn. Yeah, most of the guys that you would think of. I would have said Chet, but he got hurt. Chet could get one though. No, he's he's hurting. He is. He's not proven enough. Um, I want to say homeboy in Orlando, but like big men usually don't get because they get hurt so often. It's usually guards because people want to like be a guard and they're yeah. like used for handles. I don't. I don't. Ooh, that's a hard one. I don't know. Tyrese Halliburton. He's great. Tyrese. Um, did Rudy Gobert fall off, or are the Wolves just not using him right? Um, I think it can be fair to say a little bit of both. I don't think that Rudy's completely fallen off, but I think his production has dwindled because of how the Timberwolves use him. Um, I think he, he, he kind of was grown into the jazz system for his entire career, so going to a different system where they – don't heavily rely on the three-pointer as much as the Jazz did, and they don't just need him to rebound. They do kind of need him as a scoring option. I think that's kind of changed up his game a little bit, but I think he'll eventually adapt. I'm not saying he's going to get back to Rudy Gobert of Depoy. I don't think he's going to win another defense player of the year, but it's it's a combination of the both. When Where there's smoke, there's fire, and the, the Timberwolves are the fire, and uh, Rudy Gobert is that smoke that's kind of leading out of it. All righty. Um, who will be the biggest all-star snub this year? I have two names in mind, Bam Adebayo and Aaron Gordon, which is funny because Bam literally came out, I think it was yesterday, and was like, I should be in Salt Lake. And he's right. He, he's he's playing really, really great. He's going to be a defensive player of the year candidate. He's one of the reasons why the Heat are constantly in it every single year. And then Aaron Gordon, like I talked about earlier, he's one of the biggest reasons for the uh, Nuggets' success. So I think those are two of the biggest snubs. Um, th- now, the West has plenty of snubs because of how deep the West is this year. It's like the AFC, I'm guessing. Literally, they are, they are the AFC, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, But I think those are the two biggest names. And then who – we did this a couple weeks ago, but who is currently your finals prediction? Um, I know the NBA fluctuates quite a bit, so yeah. the answer is probably way different. A couple weeks later, I'm going to say – I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to say Nuggets, Cavs. It's a crazy. That's a wild. Cavs. Be wild if that happens. Nuggets but. are, I think, seventeen and three in their last twenty games. Cavs are absolutely. Even though the Cavs lost to the Knicks uh, last night or a couple nights ago, when you the guys Nuggets watching this. have Jamal Murray. Is he playing still? He should be, I believe. Yeah, okay. yeah. He came back from his injury. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Nuggets, Cavs. No, that sounds kind of fun. Don't worry, it'll change in three weeks when Nick re asks me. Yeah. But there we go. Why Knicks do you say picks. the Cavs just because of Donovan or not just Donovan? I mean. I kind of touched on this when you asked about who won the Donovan trade. Yeah, and um, it's just the way that team is built. I mean, you've got Evan Mobley, who's a defensive anchor, but he's also really, really good at scoring. Who's I mean, he's also kind of had a 
a slower second year, kind of similar to Scotty Barnes. Uh, they have their own version of Rudy Gobert uh, down low and Jared Allen. They have a dist- ball distributor in Darius Garland, who is probably one of the most underrated. There's another person you could say that's going to be a snub from the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, so it's just the way that team is built. And they're also very, very deep. And they're young. <clears throat> so they're just going to constantly get better. And I think Donovan's a great leader and just a good guy overall. So... I think they'd be a really fun team. Is Donovan, like, their leader like he was on the Jazz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. 100%. It's, he's definitely leading that team. I think it's because he's just also, of the starting lineup, he has, I don't know if he has the most experience, like, who they put at the f- the three kind of fluctuates sometimes, but, like, between Jared Allen, Evan the Mobley. The three is the shooting forward, right? Small forward. Small forward. Um, Between Jared Allen, Evan shooting Mobley, forward. and Darius Garland, um, and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has the most experience. I think that he's just kind of, like, the leader there, so... Nick's picks and Kai's five. Thank you, boys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you all. Um, it was getting ropey there at around 5.30. I was like, well, I hadn't gotten Nick's questions yet. And I said, Nick, if you can send me by the time we get to the segment, I promise I will feature you. So he did that indeed. So thank you, you guys. And uh, honestly, podcast flew by today. So Podcast did flow by. Um, if you want it to be a short episode we can end it now and i can save what i am going to ask you for next week or we could do it now it's up to you whatever i'm, you want. I'm gonna say save it because it said low battery for like the last 10 minutes oh no <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to lose anything okay i'll just so, put it in the dock and we will make it an actual segment talk about for week. next week yeah. yeah i have a couple ideas for next week as well but um next week we'll obviously talk about the outcomes of the champion the conference championship we will games. know who's going to the super bowl by this time next week yep and uh i've got some other stuff planned out so thank you guys so much for watching. Also, the script has released. I've seen a bunch oh, of stuff on saying like grocery on the, stores and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all Bengals and 49ers Niners. right yeah, now. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. But um, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Bill, for sponsoring either code TCP Connor or TCP Zach for ten percent off at checkout. Shout out you guys. I'll have Zach try a second flavor in next week's episode, and we'll find out what Zach's favorite flavor built is. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.